0: Welcome back to Mm -hmm. The Diva and The Nerd. I am Billy The Nerd. Yep, and
1: I am T The Diva. Because they got all these Because they have
0: all these predictions and all this stuff, I'm just supposed to be going immediately. And it's like, okay, but I'm not comfortable
1: with you, fam. Haven't we had this conversation? Uh.
0: we almost read each other's
1: minds. Motherfucker, you know exactly what the fuck I was gonna say. It's the Diva and the Nerd. Welcome back to the Diva and the Nerd. And yes, it has been a crazy week, but we'll get into that in a minute. I hope everybody has been holding up Considering the circumstances and everything that's been going on this week, (laughs) um, I've definitely been praying for everybody. Um, In case y'all can't tell, it is Queen T the Diva. I am Dylan the Nerd. Yeah, and we are back with another week of the Diva and the Nerd. Um, One thing that I'm grateful for this week um, is the uh, versus battle that went on yesterday um there was a a versus battle one that um I was looking forward to with uh Kirk Franklin and uh Fred Hammond and I'm starting off right getting right into it because there really isn't any other way really to preface this week's episode um because of all the things that are going on and so I'm kind of just jumping right into it with that, um, but Fred Hammond and uh, Kurt Franklin had uh, a versus battle, and we kind of been talking about all the versus battle that's been going on uh, mm-hmm. every week. And um, they had one that was really, 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 really needed. Yeah, if I must say so myself. um They did a really, really great job. They're two of Gospel's greats. Uh, and we always talk about music and art, and that's one of the things that our uh, that our podcast is based on is art and creativeness and things like that. And um, they're definitely, 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 definitely two of God, uh, Gospels greats. Um, and they probably have one of my favorites. Um, if I must say so myself, I don't know. Did you get a chance to uh, listen to it or watch it? I should
0: Um, say? I took a, I took a quick look at, into it though. I didn't, um, usually with the verses, I, I don't get, I get, um, I get irritated like with the with the quality like the sound or whatever. <laughs> so I wait for the playlist to come out. So I took a I, um I popped in like once or twice or whatever, but I didn't stay. But they had like a few guests in there. Um so it seemed like it was like a really it was a really um therapeutic and a, a nice versus this time. Um considering yeah. like how the climate of the country and it seems like internationally how it's been so
1: yeah they were well for one they were together um Mm -hmm. in the same room they had like a Mm -hmm. keyboard in there like you said they had guests and Mm -hmm. both of them had on the I can't breathe t-shirts and all of that um and Mm -hmm. I'll get like I said I'll get to that in a minute but it was super it was super super dope um (laughs) and just to give a give it a kind of a light mood for a minute um I knew for one I knew every single song (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. that they uh, did I was Mm -hmm. like oh my god I I know every single song that they're going Mm -hmm. song for song um which is something I can't say about all the other versus battles Mm -hmm. that have been played so like even starting off with like um they were they I think one of the first songs they did was like um our god is an awesome god he reigns from heaven above, with wisdom, power, and love, our God is an awesome God. Some, you know songs like that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and like um Fred Hammond, he was he did uh what was another one? Um, I don't even remember. I'm trying to remember all the songs now because now I'm getting all emotional and stuff like that. But Kirk Franklin, he played the keys, and I remember mm-hmm. um uh uh, he was singing or whatever. And I had, I, Oh yeah. Um, I've been, I've come through the fire and I've been through the flood stuff like that. So I remember just listening to that and I got all emotional then as I was listening to it and they just kept going and going. And then Marvin Sapp came out and I started mm-hmm. and singing and, um, yeah. things like that. And it took me back to my childhood. Um, us, me traveling for music, and I talk about that a lot over the show, mm-hmm. you know, as we uh, have been recording, I've talked about me traveling, and I remember going to like Grand Rapids because Marvin Sapp is from Grand Rapids, and I remember going mm-hmm. to Grand Rapids and being able to sing in like the community choirs and things like that, and mm-hmm. singing some of like Fred Hammond songs, and sing some Marvin Sapp songs, and so it took me back to those moments, and like I said, it was just the awesome moment all over, um, all around, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to be able to just, uh, watch them kind of bring everybody together. Um, there were a lot of highlights. Um, I remember, uh, Fran Hammond, um, they, they paid tribute. Um, they took moments out of their moment, out of their, their time. They're like awesome men of God. I just, I gotta go there. Um, they took moments to kind of pay tribute. If I could, if, if I could just just kind of pay tribute to them, but they took moments to pay tribute to like victims um, of police tr- police violence, mm-hmm. um, and they kind of um, they said like a, a a very brief list, and I <laughs> and I put emphasis on brief <laughs> mm-hmm. a brief list of those who have lost their lives to police brutality. Uh, so they said like a brief list and they prayed for those people who had lost their lives. Um, Mm -hmm. So like they called out uh, some of the names of those people. Um, They called Ahmaud Arbery's mother Mm -hmm. and they allowed her to say a few words um, to to the people. Um, Things like that. Um, So it was just, it was really awesome. Just kind of the times that we're going through right now. They really, really, really took the time to just pay tribute to what's going on and make sure that everybody um that their their verses wasn't just about them battling each other it was about really um pulling everybody together and making everybody aware of Mm -hmm. what's just going on in in the country right now so it was just awesome it wasn't just about the music but for me it was just everything just reminding me of just my roots and my background and understanding you know The create this where the creativeness comes from, if that makes sense. Um, And I'm kind of my words are kind of jumbled in everywhere because I'm emotional right now because I do have a son who's 14. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's kind of like I was talking to my cousin uh, earlier, and one Mm -hmm. thing that she said that stuck out to me was we never know how serious this is until it hits our front door. You know, we don't understand how, how this can really affect us and how, why people feel the rage that they feel, why people feel, you know, the feelings they feel, um, until it hits their front door. Um, so while I understand, you know, we've been looking at probably a lot of different statuses that people are posting on social media Mm -hmm. and the different stances that people have, you know, I've struggled Mm -hmm. with how people, you know, the reactions that people are taking and things like that. Um, we don't know. We don't know until it hits our front door. Until it happens to us, so I just wanted to throw that in there.
0: Um, I'm, I'm I don't know I don't know what to say. I'm be honest. I just yeah. I'm I'm tired um, of this continuing to happen. And then you know my my response to this has been, you know, I'm. I don't want to say burn shit down, but what I will say right. is that. But what I will say is that I'm not condemning nobody, because yeah. w- a lot of what I see is, oh well, you know, when this has happened in the past and people have been peaceful, like there's been at least since George Floyd. I mean, before George Floyd, there were like at least two other black people who were killed. There was yeah. a man on live on Facebook Live. Who I believe a lot of people were saying had a, was having a PTSD episode and was running from the police. And then um, I think Brianna Taylor um, was a, a first responder EMT individual and a worker, and um, they bust into her apartment where her boy where her boyfriend lived and they killed her. So mm-hmm. it was like, and that was within at least two weeks. So at least within two weeks, there were three people who were killed in a very violent manner by the police, whether it be warranted or unwarranted, whatever the case, I'm not looking at that at all. And it wasn't warranted then anyway. And then, you know, people are like, what are we going to do about it? So then George Floyd gets, and I still have every, that video came up so many times and I I can't watch it. I'm not going to keep watching a black man with a, a a knee on his neck and and people and police officers standing around like, well, you know, I'm not going to stop. Okay, that's okay. All right, so I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna watch that. I'm not condemning anybody who does. I'm not condemning it. What I will condemn, though, I'm going off topic again. What I will condemn, though, is that I don't know why the fuck people are painting pictures of that. Why are yeah. you painting pictures? Yeah. Why are you editing? Why are you doing digital art of a, a black man with uh, with a knee on his neck, and we know that he died because of it. I don't want to give. A, yeah. I don't give a fuck about what the underlying. What is it called? The underlying um, medical, uh, uh, what was it? Conditions. Oh my God! Yeah. Apparently, the the underlying medical conditions for Black people is being alive. So that's the underlying medical condition. I'm not trying to hear no other shit about it. But my point is, when everybody was saying for the last what year, all these other people they done got killed by the police. Well, what are we gonna do about it? So people start doing shit, and it's like, okay, but. But you ain't getting this up. Okay, well, wait, 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 wait. Hold the fuck up. So people mm-hmm. are doing more than kneeling. Even Jay-Z said, okay, well, what's the next step? So now that people are doing more than kneeling, but it's not in the manner exact manner in which you like, it's still not good enough. But I don't see people sharing ways that they could donate to the bail fund or people are ways that they could um, they could go donate food Or, you know, go volunteer in other ways or whatever the case is or I don't know. It's just it boggles my mind how critical people are in a city primarily where they say, well, it's just crabs in a bucket. And y'all want to see nobody do any better. Okay, I can understand. That's your opinion. And then when people are collectively trying to protest, even though I'm not going to say looting is right. I'm not going to necessarily say it's wrong. I'm going to be numb to that the way I'm numb to a lot of other things going on right now. But all I'm saying is that, you know, why are you harping on only the looting and not what caused it? So we just started, people just started looting for no reason. Not to mention that, you know, all of these things that are being stolen are coming from, especially these high-end stores, are very much insured and can be replaced. I'm not, Mm -hmm. again, I have to keep saying I'm not condoning this. But considering I have two black sons, I don't give a, I don't give a, I don't care about this stuff. And then it's coming to, it's coming to light. Like I thought that there have been plants that have been going in, providing bricks to people, blowing Mm -hmm. up stuff on their own. They ain't a Mm -hmm. part of nobody's movement. They just over there doing what they feel like because they see it's an opportunity. It's going to be blamed on minority people anyway. Oh yeah. So. It just boggles my mind how people are like, well, it's just crabs in the bucket. And then the minute something is not cookie cutter in a in a protest against white supremacy, then it's like y'all need to do better. Well, what do you think that you're doing by criticizing people who are out and actually trying to protest? And because it it might inconvenience you to some extent or because you want to go off the hinges and say, oh, well, Graceland Cemetery got burnt up. No, it didn't. Let me explain something to you. If I know Black people the way I feel like I know Black people, we are not messing with the dead. Who would go mm-hmm. over there and burn up a cemetery? No one did that. No, None of us did that. So you should probably look and see who else may have thought that that was a good idea. Maybe it's the people who go and dig up the Native Amer- Native Americans burial sites to put down a pipeline. Maybe mm-hmm. it's some of those same people. Like I, I'm not condemning nobody. I'm not condoning no shit, but I'm not going to look down on nobody doing nothing. I, I'm just saying, people always talk about rats, shit like that. You can already tell who the rat's going to be. Y'all up here condone, condone another, uh, uh, condemning other people for doing this and what they all going to do. Man, y'all can shut the fuck up. My kids, yeah. son, my my children's lives mean you know, ha- a lot more than a motherfucking crockpot. T- I don't give a damn about none of that. I don't.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, like I said, I have a 14-year-old son who I can't even let walk to the gas station at this point. I feel Because I'm it's afraid, ridiculous. you know what I mean? Like, right. I, I, mm-mm. And it's like he right asked me up could street. he go get some money off the bank? He like, can right. I get some money off my card? I'm like, nah, because I don't feel safe. I don't, right. you know what I mean? Like, I'm scared, you know, and then I cried last night because I'm afraid for my children's lives. Like, right. people don't understand that. Like, it hits home. It's too close to home for me. Um, and I don't, like I said, I really don't have time for social media, but I've had time for it this week because I have to really sit and look at what's going on. Like, I'm having to look at what people are really saying. And you have some people who are like, well, y'all got to, like you said, you got people that say, well, y'all got to do better. Go out and vote. And now, let me be clear. Yes, please <laughs> go out and vote. Of right. course, I agree with voting. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Of course, I agree with nonviolent protesting, all of those things. Mm-hmm. But like you just stated, those things are not working. So by all means, by any means, I a hey, any means necessary, do what y'all have to do. Um, when
0: Colin Kaepernick was protesting. When, when he, he was, was doing kneeling, this,
1: y'all didn't like it. When he had nobody that fist liked up it. kneeling, Y'all didn't like it. Y'all, y'all was y'all took that man's job away. Something he loved. Something he loved to do. Y'all took his job away because y'all thought it was, we all gonna make us lose money. So it's, oh. y'all feel like y'all losing money anyway, either way I go. Violent or non-violent. So I feel like, what is it gonna take for my son to be safe? Because he's going to be an adult in four years. Right.
0: The time and goes I, by so quickly. Mm-hmm. So
1: what is it going to take? And then I got a video, that video of that guy, the black man, that's the FBI agent. That's an FBI agent.
0: Did I you see that? that yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So it's like, y'all don't care. And I do have, I'm. A, let me say one other thing. I have a sorority sister um, who's also, ju- who's my friend. Let me not even refer to her as a sorority sister. A good friend mm-hmm. of mine who's a police officer. And mm-hmm. um, she's a great person. Mm-hmm. It ain't even about her being a police officer. She's a great person. And so I feel like as these police officers who's, who's doing these these acts, who's committing these acts, y'all are making all police officers look bad. Right, Y'all are making them all look bad. And then mm-hmm. it's like she feels like she's she has to fear for her life. And she has a black son. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm-hmm. come on now we got to get this together. We got to get it together because it's, it's, it's like, it's so, this spirals into so much bullshit. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like, it it spirals into so much other bullshit other than just, other than just police brutality. It goes, it like, it feeds into so much other stuff than just Mm -hmm. the police brutality.
0: Well, I think that a lot of, a lot of the police, a lot of police are, they have power problems they have issues mm-hmm. with, with like power like I saw a, I saw a video this is actual video that I saw there are crowds and of course you're trying to di- you're trying to disperse the crowds or whatever okay whatever the case is but he pulled out a gun sir le- like, please explain to me how that how pulling out a gun is the procedure for trying to disperse a crowd because that's not it. it wasn't even a large crowd it was just kind of like you know they was trying to get them away from the windows the stores or whatever and I understand you have a job to do I get that whatever the case is. But he pulled a gun out. Nobody else stopped him. Nobody else was like, dog, what are you doing? Like, you can't just be pulling the gun out. What if you accidentally pull the trigger and you kill somebody? Mm-hmm. It's a sense of, it's a sense of power. It's a sense of, um, like, entitlement. Um, the idea, where, you know, I can't be touched. And a lot of that goes, also goes over to the poli- police unions and all these political powers that have control mm-hmm. And so like people be like, well, you know, he got put on desk duty or he lost his job. And then here comes a police union. And three months later, they put they get there right back at work Mm -hmm. or they work for a different district and Mm -hmm. they got all the money that they lost during the time (laughs) while they were off work. They got all that money back. So I'm not trying to, you know, it's just like and and then at the same time, they're alive uh, and, and, you know, they're alive and the person who lost their life, that's it their families and are devastated, can't, they can't get that person back, you cannot yeah. get a life back, anytime a life is taken I'm not trying to take away from Black Lives Matter because of course I am black but in general, yeah. anytime a life is taken, right and the yep. person who is alive who took that life, they always have an advantage because they are alive, you are alive yep. you can still that, create you, can, you, can, you can, still, can still breathe the other person, that's it, they cease to exist there is no more cell regeneration. The generation, there is nothing. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I get, oh, I'm so tired of excuses for other, for people who are alive. That person is alive, though. They're alive. That's it. That's it. That's all. Like, it's just like they're alive and that's it. It, it shouldn't be no, mm-hmm. And it, and especially it's like for people to be killed in such a violent manner. Like, you know, people have been raided and, you know, children have lost their lives in a violent manner, just like riddled with bullets. Like even when they um, the Black Panthers, when they um, when they, I think it was the FBI who raided them and yeah. they were killed in a in a violent manner and different things like that. And it's just like these things are happening. Not only are they getting murdered or killed it's violently. It's like in the worst possible way.
1: Yep. yesterday
0: may 31st was what the 99th anniversary of black wall street um uh-huh. the riots on black wall street so yep. it's like people are getting killed at an alarming rate at the most violent way and it's just kind of like well we would like it if when you pulled us over or you had a question that you treated us the way that you treat white people the way that you treat people or the way that anybody me, anybody, you, else, anybody not even but, just yeah. white, even Asians yeah.
1: or Hispanics or anybody you know? well, yeah, well, like,
0: we would just like for it to be in a nonviolent manner the way that you arrest. Well, let's not say white people. Let's say um, mass, um, mass shooters. When you arrest mass shooters, <laughs> why don't you yeah. just arrest us the same way? You could go get us Burger King preferably I would like Chick-fil-A or Zach if we're
1: in that area. <laughs> yep. All I
0: would like to say is that you, you know, just, just keep that same mindset.
1: Yeah. Keep that same energy. But I want to go back to what you said about power. Um, And I've, I've been studying like the personality and things like that. And something that really, really like creep is, it was funny because I was reading about this and it creeped me out. Mm-hmm. Um, We were looking at like how people who have to deal with two different cultures. So say I'm from, China, for example, right?
0: Okay. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, I have
1: to go live in Canada, right? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: now, so I have to take on, what, two different cultures, right? And so, now I have to deal with my Canadian culture, my Chinese culture, and then say mm-hmm. I have to go back to to China, and now I have to take on that, that you know, like, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. uncomfortable because now I was assimilated into Canadian culture, and all of a sudden, I got to go back to my Chinese culture. And they're telling, mm-hmm. and as I'm reading that, they're like, oh, and now they were assimilated into the Canadian culture. Um, they're going to feel awkward in the Chinese culture. Right. And they were talking Mm -hmm. about how North Americans are and, you know, I'm like, do they assume that black people, that was my question. Do they assume that black people are just like white people and everything? Like we, our personalities are like white people that we've assimilated as white people. And so we're just all like, do, do they not understand that we're different too? We're different. We culturally, we have different, you know, um, yeah. Constructs and things like that. Like that was the first thing that came to me. And so I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. They don't get, th- I'm like, no. And then I stopped. I'm like, they get it. They know we have different con- cultural constructs and things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because th- if they did it, they wouldn't have this power struggle. Do you understand what I, am I saying that right? Are you, are you getting where I'm coming from? Um, they wouldn't have this power struggle with us. They wouldn't have this, this need to have this power over us. Right. Because I'm like, they get it with everybody else they just made this uh, comparison with Asians. They made a comparison for Spanish people. They made a conspari- a comparison for people of Arabic. I'm like, why don't they get that with us? Hmm. I'm like, why don't they get that? We have different uh, cultural constructs and things like that. I'm like, why do they feel the need to be so much of, why, so much in power over us as Black people? or African, whatever they want to refer to us as black, African-Americans, black people, whatever. Why as white people do you guys feel the need to have so much more power over African-Americans or black people? What is it? And I'll let that question linger. What is it? What is this power struggle that you guys have over us? I'm gonna let Um, that question linger. What is it?
0: What is it? I just feel like it's...
1: (laughs) I, I, I What don't have we it. done? What did we do? <laughs> what did we do to
0: y'all? Cuz we ain't did um, nothing to y'all. <laughs> we did. We stopped working for free. I mean like once we <laughs> stopped working for free, I, that was pretty much it. Like once it was like, you know, I you know, you know, Abraham signed it, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> uh, we going to go. We're going to leave. We're going to, you know, we're going to give y'all on our own. So I think that that was like a bigger a pro- big problem of it. And so like the servitude stopped. And then the reason for the servitude, in order to um, get all these people behind the servitude, they had to put this. Um, they had to put this rhetoric out there that, um, and this, I'm, ta- I'm not talking about anybody as a present, but they had to put th- this rhetoric out there that there was. Um, they had. S- they were superior over another race; that they were the dominant race of people, mm-hmm. of versus you know, and that that it wasn't you know. Um, It was over black people. Black people were called savages, or we were three fifths of a person, and then Native Americans were savages. So it was that rhetoric, and it was deep ingrained in generations, you know, after them, like deeply, deeply ingrained. That you know, hey, um, they're not that smart. You know, Um, they don't know any better. It's in their nature to be like that. Um, They're, you know, um, so it was. You know, racism is taught. So racism is t- is taught. And so if it's taught down generations and generations, that's not something that's going to go away. Even though, you know, people are, people could be out there protesting and saying Black Lives Matter and then go home and be saying, Hell Hitler. So, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying? So it's like, you know, the, even though that it these laws have been passed, have been, um I don't want to say passed, But these laws have been passed basically like Jim Crow has been abolished and different things like that. There's still generations of people alive today that had to live amongst that. Like, you know, I have parents that were born in the 50s. My kid, grandma, she was born in the 50s. And I mean, Mm -hmm. I just was speaking to her earlier. She was just like, you know, I can remember having to go doing the drills. And she was like in school, like the National Guard would come through and we had to get on the floor. So it's like these are people that are still alive that are dealing yeah. with the trauma of what happened before. So it's not stuff that's going to go away. Um, these, these, this racist rhetoric is deep, deep ingrained. And like yes. the, the building of, of, um of the country, unfortunately, like a lot of the laws, like I said, three-fifths of a person was a law. <laughs> that mm-hmm. was a whole law. Slavery was backed by the federal, like this stuff was like, Back by the slave trade like that was all like oh yeah you know like that's cool we'll just go get some people and bring them back um, it was okay to kill Native Americans it was okay to take their to take their land um, and now that's why they have reservations today quote unquote because they still feel like if they want to go and put a pipeline down that that's what they're going to do and I'm not even talking about people specifically but what mm-hmm. I'm saying is that I keep seeing a meme about like you know it's not white against um it's not black against white or or anybody and and that's true the problem is um we're tired of a lot of racist um themes and um institutionalized racism Mm
1: -hmm. and um Mm -hmm. that's the problem Mm -hmm. so that's
0: that's that's what people are against nobody is against anybody specifically because they are a caucasian person because they are irish or anything like that like i don't hate people who look that way because honestly me giving hate to somebody in that too regard much energy. Is giving too, it's too much energy it's too much power now i do not like and i do not care for and i do hate these policies that are put in place mm. that treat people of a different race different and more of a higher like they basically just treat them as an actual citizen versus people who are more melanated that's not yep. fair it's if you're gonna be the law if you're gonna be the government you need to not have bias. And there's a lot of bias in the system. So that's what people are against. Well, I'm not Mm -hmm. even against, I'm not even the greatest, being against racist people is, that doesn't make any sense to me because a lot of racist people, a lot of racist people are poor. They don't have any actual power. There are are people who have money who are racist and they have power, but people who are blatantly racist, people who go out to these like KKK rallies and like the um Nazis and stuff like that. They also live, I mean, I'm not even going down plant, but we all know where they stay. Yep. So it's just kinda like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not the, they're not upper middle class. They're not the rich. So there's no need for me to hate racist people individually or even just like as a group. I am against the policies. I'm against the racist themes and like the laws that are um that are in place to protect racist people. Mm-hmm. So that's just, you know. That, that's just it, it just is what it is it's just not in that sense it's like you know oh i'm gonna deal with it but no that's what i'm against
1: yeah i was um just going back to the institutionalized racism again i was mm-hmm. talking to somebody else about um and this is kind of it's on topic but a little off topic i was talking to somebody about um like marijuana for example let's go there right. for a second. yeah
0: mm-hmm. and
1: how they do people drug tests and you know Companies drug tests and things like that. Right. Let's think about what what's on the drug test. Marijuana mm-hmm. takes how long to get out of your drug system or your drug system, Lord, your body? What thirty days?
0: Yeah, supposedly it takes like thirty days.
1: Right. How long does like mm-hmm. crack, cocaine, heroin? How long does that take out to get out of your system? What two, three days?
0: And we used um... to joke
1: about. It's like two, three days.
0: Yeah, from what <laughs> from what I hear, because I don't know personally. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I don't use like, it. I don't uh, use it. Right, I'm like saying, nobody does. Like, what I know. Right, um, like uh, I hear it takes but, people a couple like, days. Okay, so
1: let's
0: say <laughs> I don't use
1: it, but like, right, who uses marijuana mostly? Like, right, well, not mostly, but I don't know statistically speaking who uses it, but we know like back then stereotypically stereotypically us right we use it right Right. yeah so i got pissed because i was thinking like that's so fucked up that that's that they're even still drug testing like that because that's basically another way to racially profile people for employment because if i apply let's say i apply for this job and it's paying all this money and you you drug Mm -hmm. testing for the job it's like come on bro because you can have this person who is on coke apply for this job versus this person who smokes weed here and there or whatever. Let's say, but if I go, let's say I go to Vegas for a weekend and I smoke some weed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now it's in my system. And and I get it. If you smoke weed one time and you're not really going to test dirty, but let, let's just mm-hmm. stereotypically speaking, I smoke some weed right. in Vegas for the weekend. I'm fucked. Yeah. Now I can't get this job because you're drug right. testing for it. Yeah. So shit like that institutional racism, like get it the fuck out of here. Like stop mm-hmm. it. Because that same person can go and do some coke or can do coke every day, find out they have the drug test and they're like, oh, I'm good because it'll be out of my system in a couple days. Right. But now yeah. they're still doing coke.
0: Because it's a stimulant. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I'm
1: saying? Like, right. come on. Come on. Shit like that. But yet marijuana is legal in, in some states. You what I will say, say
0: is that, yeah, the states that marijuana is legal, though, they don't, they, um, they ban, well, I don't want to say ban, but they pass a law that the employers can't, dr- they can't test for, um, they can, I don't know if they can test for it, but they can't hold it against them as far as it goes for offering from denying them the job. So if they yeah. test you for marijuana, because if it's legal in, in, um, in Las Vegas, if it's legal in that area, and then you live there and you test positive for a a job, they can't hold it against you, I think.
1: Yeah, but you can go there. But let's say you're traveling and you use it and you go back home. I get what you're saying, They can test you. So that's stupid. It's still dumb. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. what you did while you're on vacation for the weekend is still going to be held against you when you go back home. So it's still stupid because it's still institutionalized racism because they know they know even in illinois i go to illinois if i go to chicago for the weekend or some stupid yeah. shit like that you know so mm-hmm. it's still stupid it's still dumb so I think the, those are just examples where, you know right
0: i think the biggest um issue with um i think one of the bigger issues with institutionalized racism is the prison system yeah and like um what the, what i want to say like so people who would get Arrested for nonviolent crimes and get yep, thrown in another for twenty five years, or if they did yep. have weed, a possession like a gram or something like there that, you go. then they would get like thirty years. And so it's like yep. other people who
1: who were less melanated or just having a felony in general for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. And yeah. now you struggling with getting a job, you know. Uh, Monizy talked about it last week, struggling with getting mm-hmm. a job and things like mm-hmm. that, you know, because of that, those kind of possessions, you know, right? Things like that. So it's not fair. It's definitely not fair. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's
0: um, it's wild. It's just on, you know, on top of. I think I think, in addition to people being tired of racism in general, this is this is what I don't think some people understand. So like. Every generation is supposed to be better than the last. Mm-hmm. So every generation is supposed to be better than the last. And so what happened, you know, when I was in school, I remember all I used to hear, all we used to be preached up all the time is, you know, um, treat everybody fairly and we're all the same. Or we're all, you know, because they were trying to get rid of those racist ass things that were being taught before. So they were trying to teach basically millennials, hey. We are all the same. We we need to love your brother and Martin Luther King and all this other stuff. Yeah. So they were doing that to us. And so now we Mm -hmm. grew up. And so now we grew up. And now like, we're the business owners and we're the CEOs and stuff like that of these companies. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of like, so, so, but still it's like a lot of older generations who have a lot of racist ideas and, and ideologies who are just like, well, I don't see the problem. And they were like, well, this is a problem. Well, you guys are just too sensitive. No, nah, that's pretty racist. We don't really want to deal with this anymore. We're mm-hmm. gonna do something, we're gonna do something about it. So these other generations are just are just mind boggle how now that we're in positions of 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 power to an extent. And even like there's some millennials that are in the government and have a whole political office. But we're just kind of like, nah, Black Lives Matter, y'all, y'all need to chill. Like, no, like yeah. trans lives matter, like gay, like all these people, like these people. Yeah, matter, they matter. They just, we yeah. all matter. Right. Yeah. Y'all you, you y'all can't be going around and keep doing this. And so it's mind it's boggling to them. Like I've seen Adidas, um, like all these companies have came out. In this sense, it's kind of like if you don't say something, people come like, oh, so you must be with the racist. I mean, like, the, even Facebook. And we all know mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg is, like, damn near, like, an alien. And he don't really be. The only thing that I think he got sad about was the church over in, uh, <laughs> in, in France or Paris or whatever. But any aside from that, like, he's never been a stand with Haiti. He's never been a stand with Zimbabwe. He's never been a stand mm-hmm. with Nigeria. Never been a stand with Ghana. Never been a stand with uh, Senegal, Congo, none nope. of that stuff. And now it's like, okay, Black Lives Matter, yeah, you're right. We, we're not going, to okay, you're, you're right. Yeah, you got it. So I think that, and it, the thing about it is though, we may not, a lot of millennials may not be on the front lines, but some of us make good amount of money or, or even mm-hmm. just a decent amount of money. We're able to donate five, 10, $20, whatever, go volunteer yeah. or go be, you know, pr- or, or try to be encouraging and stuff like that. And it's these younger, this man, now this generate ethic is Z. Is it like Z? <laughs> Generation Z is out here like, oh. Fuck all so that. Uh, Even <laughs> I think the one after Generation Z may be Alpha. I, I don't know, but... I don't know the names. But... They're like, so y'all, first of all, we've we been safer at home. So we ain't been able to go nowhere. Then some of us got laid off. Our families have been affected and you only gave us $1,200. And then what this COVID thing, this pandemic, you let get all out of place. And you made us be a safer home. We've had to basically stay the whole season of spring in the house. Graduation has been canceled. Prom has been canceled. People have lost lost deposits. Weddings have been po- canceled, and all this extra shit. Doctorates, people with master's degrees graduating college, bachelor's degrees, high school, first generational people have been have lost these monumental parts of their like celebrations of their life because, dude did not take the pandemic seriously.
1: Mm-hmm. Not only
0: that, you up in there in the, you up where you at, you know, talking big shits.
1: Yes. Oh, being a you orange you, idiot that he is. Right,
0: you loot, we shoot. Oh, oh really? So then what happened was <laughs> they ran up. When he started saying that stuff, because it was, I think it was like the loot in the, in the writing. So he did all that, all that talking and still talking or whatever. And then he been holed up in the, in the White House. So you're yep. riling, you riling all these people up and or whatever the case is. And now it's kind of like, oh, well, these governors, you, you talk big shit on social media and you were surprised when these people literally pulled up on you. People was pulling down the fence at the White House.
1: Yeah. I, again,
0: I am not condoning any of this behavior. But forever, every action, there is a reaction. These are yep. reactions of things. You cannot expect to do stuff. It's a domino effect. You cannot continue to expect to do stuff and people not gonna respond to it. That's yeah. just how that's just how things work.
1: Yeah. That's how it goes. You, I'm, go ahead. No, I'm right with you. I'm just saying that's just how it goes. And he it's like he, I try not to listen to him because I have I a very low tolerance for bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like no, I'm serious. Like, I somebody mm-hmm. right before we started recording, somebody um was watching. They had something live playing of what he was saying, and I was just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. I gave him like a good sixty seconds, right? And I was just like, no, nope, not gonna work for me because he's just an idiot. He's a complete idiot, and I try not to say it. Like I try to just keep right. it to my, like you said. I try to keep it to myself. Ooh. I try to keep it to myself and just ignore it. But he's really an idiot he really says some really dumb. And people try to say like, "Oh, black people y'all don't y'all not that smart." Speaking of which, I get tired of people can't telling me and when I was in corporate America, I really got tired of people telling me, "You're so well spoken." I I'm I'm so sick of it. If you if you're Caucasian white, whatever you want to be called, please don't tell me that ever again. Please don't tell me I'm well spoken. I'll talk how I talk. Thank you very it's, much.
0: It's condescending um, to go around and, and tell people stuff like that. Please yeah. don't say
1: that. You're so well spoken. Where'd you learn to talk like that? Please stop saying that to me. Um, but yeah, he 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 really has a knack for saying some really idiotic shit. Um, and I'm gonna need him to go back to school or something and learn, and get some some sensitivity training or something because he yeah, somebody go evaluate him or something at this point. Cause it's it's it's, t- it's just I don't know. Well, I mean,
0: he's hear. a well, I mean, he's a narcissist, and I'm not even saying that as far as like oh no, he's just saying but that he is he's Republican or whatever. Like but no, no, he's, he's a, narcissist. a narcissist. He you know he um he won't he he doesn't take criticism well, which you know none of us take criticism like with open arms, but. He doesn't take criticism well. I mean, the minute somebody asks his, him asks him a challenging question, even in like a respectable manner, he immediately goes off the immediately goes off the handle. Like he thanks himself. He talks about himself in third person at times. It is never his fault for stuff. Like never he don't apologize. It's just like, it, and and it's it's just such a narcissistic a, for the United States of America, unfortunately. Like considering a lot of other countries don't care for Americans and then for us to get this, this type of president, it's like, well, damn, like, we can't just like, like, really? Like y'all, Hey, it, it is what it is. I'm not going to throw a whole, but a a bunch of like um, disrespectful stuff for him or whatever, you know, but I just, I just want to know for all the people who say that Republicans get stuff done, are y'all going to claim the pop? apocalypse i asked that and that was a dead-ass <laughs> question yes. because i've heard people say well republicans get stuff done okay Mm-mm. why aren't y'all claiming this though why ain't nobody saying nothing about this and it's it's just it's it's wild and then some people are like well we're not getting a second stimulus and it's like whoa well, i mean i don't really think we were gonna get that anyway because they were trying to open up back up um like the regular stores and stuff right away so people get mm-hmm. to work so i was was trying to
1: figure out why they wanted us to go back to work like what how like i get it some people were like getting cabin fever and by all means like i understand let me let me let me be sensitive to those of you who were ready to go back outside and tired of sitting in the house and getting sick from because my daughter was like that she was like mom my stomach hurt i'm ready to go back to school she cried a couple times Like, I can't take it anymore. I miss my friends. I can't, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so I get it. Let me be sensitive to those of you who felt that way. I understand. I empathize with you guys 100%. I get that. However, from the perspective of this being a pandemic, it wasn't time for everything to open back up yet. That was definitely not the direction to go. That had to be done in steps. There were other things that needed to be done to stimulate the economy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did not do that in the correct way. As a leader, other things needed to be done to stimulate the economy. Other things needed to be done to make sure businesses were being open in a safer mm-hmm. way. Um, go take walks if you if you need to get outside. Go spend time with your family in a different way. There's other ways to do that. Um, we've given you guys ways to uh, rid yourself of anxiety. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, go read a book outside, on on your porch or what I mean and some of you guys don't live in houses and you know some of you live in apartments and in areas where you can't do that so I get it whatever but the world had to be open in a different way and the way that Mm -hmm. it happened was not it I'm sorry Mm -hmm. no can do so I don't know but as a leader he definitely didn't do that shit the right way I'm sorry
0: the problem is he let the pandemic (laughs) get here in the first place exactly he didn't he didn't take it seriously like I'm just looking just when you look just literally just at the facts and not even his political stance or him being a Republican versus a Democrat. There was a pandemic that was happening Mm -hmm. in the country, like across the ocean. And it's like, well, it was it's only like one case, it's not gonna be over here like that. Okay, but we really don't know what it is. Are you sure that maybe we shouldn't put some parameters up? Oh no, 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 it's fine. And then it spread like wildfire. And Mm -hmm. then it's kind of like with all these people. My biggest fear is that with the second wave and all of these people protesting and because it's warm outside, everybody not wearing a mask. People are mostly only wearing masks at these protests. If they are stealing, I'm not even going to lie. The only time people is wearing masks that I see like they, or they got some, they don't even have on masks. they be having like sunglasses and shit on. But anyway, (laughs) like they're, they're stealing. They're not serious Mm -hmm. about not trying to get sick. And it's just, like, my biggest fear is that a second wave comes because of this, because yeah. there have been a lot of people. I mean, like, even internationally, there have been a lot yeah. of people out um, yeah. protesting. And, I it, I mean, of course, like, the support is, like, overwhelming to actually see people in other cities, in other countries, protest yeah. this. Because a lot of the, uh, the, one of the biggest stressors is being a, a Black person is, sometimes you kind of feel like people come to you to ask you about like blackness and like yeah. racism and stuff yeah. like that. And it's kind of like, okay, well that's, I, I'm, I'm glad that you want to get to know about this, but Google and the internet exists. So it's yeah. not fair for you to always go to like a black person and expect them to just be your, you know, personal Negro for knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause that's not, That's that's not what that is. Or expecting black people to, and this kind of goes from, you know, my rant earlier in the episode, expecting black people to go in areas where they don't live and protest. As if, as if the police, the problems, like when they do go into the suburban neighborhoods or nice, quote unquote, nice neighborhoods, they don't get profiled. So you suggest that protesters go do this. No, it's on. It should be on the burden of people who live in that area who want to organize something because they did that. I think they actually did that over in Drex- Drexel Town Square the other night. They protest mm-hmm. over here, and there were people in Walker Shop protesting, and it was people yeah. of that area or people who didn't look like quote unquote outsiders. There, you yeah. know, what boggles my mind about people who are so critical about other people is y'all won't drive to y'all won't drive thirty minutes out the city. But you expect
1: other people for to people
0: do it. to do it. You expect other yeah. people to do it. The only time people go, the only time people, and I will say this specifically, in Milwaukee, the only time people in Milwaukee go out of their way to go do something is if they're going to Woodman's, okay, <laughs> in either Menominee Falls or Oak Creek area, or if they're going to have their baby a birthday party at who knows where, somewhere in um, New Berlin or some New shit Berlin. like that. Other than that...
1: Because I remember when I lived you said oh come over you live in fucking africa listen i didn't ask you let me shut up but yeah so <laughs> that's a, wait, wait 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 no no
0: i'm with you on that though that's another thing oh you live too far when the fuck did i invite you i want to know when i invited you over here you want to you want to be mad at me because you want to drive 30 minutes and i say people milwaukee because you go to chicago it is almost a 30 minute drive anywhere because of the traffic at times yeah yeah. So people in Milwaukee are very spoiled. Oh, man, that's like 20 minutes away. Okay. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Yep. So, hey, you hey, if you want to make something happen, you got to get up. Action. You got to make something happen. You got to make something happen. But you can't, if you're not willing to make it happen, you can't be expecting other people to make it happen, especially people who that's all they know. And we gotta remember some of the things that have happened. Like we said, we we recognize that some of these things are plants. Like people right. have planted some of this stuff, or they or plants yeah. have done it themselves. Right. Um, but for some of the people who are going along with the plants, they're doing what they know. They're going along with what they know. Um, people are living in poverty, right? And so they're just getting it by any means necessary, like I said. Um, but again, recognizing that some of those things that have happened, these people didn't do it. They're having, they're they're being done by outsiders. So we have to remember that.
0: I'm just not going to condemn people.
1: Yeah, and I, I think, I'm
0: not going to judge because I'm going to be the person, I, I mean, like, I guess I'm the antagonist either way it goes. But yeah. my point is like, I want to know how many people condemning, these people for looting have never bought from a booster deadass has has never bought a green card for any of y'all out there who are (laughs) condemning looters but you know that you have bought 15 for five dollar bath and body work soaps from the from the booster you don't have any rights to condemn or judge about. you have no heaven nor no hell for these people and if you're more focused on the looting and the rioting which again i have to keep saying we have to keep saying that we do not condone but I'm also not gonna condemn because I'm not
1: the law. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm I saying don't people about to go get their uh dollars for 52 from the green card. Right. They go right. do exactly.
0: Exactly, because it's the first of the month. So you can mm-hmm. you can miss me <laughs> with that whole um <laughs> Elise attitude telling so like, well, I just can't believe they're doing this and why are you doing it to your other. There was um, I don't know the name of this store. But apparently, it's, it's owned by somebody who I'm sure does not li- actually live in the community. But I think it's somewhere off the 35th or something like that. Like, I guess mm-hmm. it's like a city trends, but not city trends. It's city something else, like a bunch okay. of knockoffs or whatever. And apparently, I read the article. I didn't even read all of it because he was lying. Then my analysis of it is that he was lying. He says, Oh, well, um, they took like $700,000 worth of stuff. Okay. That's fair. A lot of merchandise. Okay. So how did you know about it? Well, I have cameras at my house and then somebody, but but this is what he said. Well, a friend was driving down the street and they told me about it. So your friend was driving down the street and saw your store being looted and they called and told you, but you mean to tell me you have cameras at your house that should be hooked up to an alarm and you didn't get a notification that somebody was in your store. Somebody had to drive past your fucking store on the street to tell you that somebody was in your store. Miss me? Right. They did that shit. They they did this. some of this stuff. People are just committing insurance fraud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not, I'm not condoning insurance fraud either. Just want to keep saying I'm not condoning stuff. No, we not. We not. Right, but it's blatant. It's like, come on, Look, come on. Nobody yeah. is, who is going in there and taking seven hundred thousand dollars worth of knockoff stuff. No.
1: Nah.
0: All the women that I've it. seen, people. I think people was on State Street or not State Street, but Michigan. It, it was one of these. Um, you know, high-end um, yeah. streets and one of the, yeah, they hit In up Chicago. Face. I think it was Chicago. That's Michigan Ave. Michigan Ave, yeah. They hit up a bunch of different stores. Like, okay, well, you know, I don't, well, I, I, what I should say, Milwaukee really don't have that. There was stuff at Bayshore, mm-hmm. but Bayshore been boarded up. So, you know, ain't nothing on yeah. there anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I guess, I don't know. We'll make it through, I hope, I'm I'm praying that we'll all make it through, um, to our black men. We love y'all. I heard somebody or saw somebody say something about why we trying to have y'all backs now. Cause we love y'all. Um, I have black son, a black son. Billy has black sons. I have a black husband. I have black brothers. Um, my father is black, my daddy black. black, like yeah, we black. So we love y'all. Of course we're gonna be on y'all ass because we love y'all. So some I saw some about bitch assness and all of that. Because y'all exactly. do be bitch assness sometimes. But, but yeah, we can still come on call you now, a bitch. We you can, we you, call we can, you. can <laughs> still call you a we bitch. Y'all call I, call on our <laughs> bitch. We gotta call you <laughs> right. Like, like you that we
0: don't, don't mean, don't mean we do it right. Right. that don't mean you deserve a violent
1: death. Yeah. yeah, we gonna stand behind y'all because we love y'all. Everything we, it's just like when you when you get in your kids' ass. When your mama got in your ass, right. you know stuff like that. We are gonna do it out of love. Right. We supposed to. Anything you do, um, any kind of discipline, is always gonna be out of love. But we definitely don't. You. It's just like when you argue with your brother or your sister. I can right. get in your ass, exactly. but ain't nobody else gonna come in here and be trying to. Ain't nobody else gonna come up in here doing with not like that. Uh huh. You can't come up in here talking shit to my sister or my brother right. and think yeah. I'm not gonna say nothing. Like, no, I don't go exactly. like that. Not like that. Not in that kind. Yeah. Of no, no, no. Especially not hurting them in that way. Nah, we can be beefed out, but you ain't gonna come up in here talking shit or putting your hands on my brother and <clears or> my <throat> sister. It don't work like that. So we definitely gonna stand behind our black men, um, our black people overall. That's how it works. Um, right, so we're here to have y'all back, we here to have our people's back, we stand behind y'all
0: 100%. Nobody deserves a violent death like that out on the street. It was like a lynching back in the 19, 1905. Nobody deserves anything like that. I mean, you would think that in 2020, we wouldn't have to deal with issues like you know, similar to what Emmett Till experienced or yeah. anything or anything else, like so you know. Nobody deserves that, you know, mm-hmm. No, nobody deserves it. But I think that the problem that the police are having right now, mm-hmm. and I won't say all the police, but, you know, the few bad apples people keep trying to say is that that now it's more so that they just they're going against everybody. I think mm-hmm. some of them feel like it's police against everybody. And they just, you know, they. I don't know. I, and I think that'll probably be, that'll be one of the biggest, the biggest downfalls. But my, my hope and my prayer is that, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's a conviction for, oh yeah. um, this, for this man's untimely demise and that the family is compensated for their pain and suffering because as many people that are probably out that are out there protesting, I'm sure they get all type of death threats or people coming at them. Well, he deserved it or different type of things like that. Cause you know what I'm saying? So, um, I hope that there is some reform behind mm-hmm. this. There's got to be some sensitivity training behind it because um, I mean, my dad was, is a retired police officer. So yeah. I can understand like being a, a family member of a police officer. Like you feel like, well, they put their life in the line and you, and I completely understand where you're coming from. Believe me. However, it does not warrant anyone mm-hmm. to use the power that they have against another group of people. And to be, and,
1: you know, it's just, it's not okay. So. Yeah. So shout out to your dad. Um, Shout out to, you know, people like D. Alexis and uh, D.C. And, you know, other police officers out there who, Mm -hmm. you know, are definitely trying to stand up for uh, our people and doing the right thing. But, you know, to those who are misabusing uh, and misusing their power, you know, y'all got to do better. Y'all got to do better. Or um, find a
0: different job.
1: Or find if, a different
0: if, job. Or find a different job. If you want to be a, a club bouncer because all you want to do is fight people, then go ahead. Or be a, a be a wrestler or something. Go to WWE. <laughs> like you can't just Don't go around
1: UFC fighters.
0: I'm just saying, like, the, the, the go go <laughs> to a place where it's more non lethal. it's more like it's more likely that you won't kill somebody with lethal force or with the gun. If you want to go around fighting for a living and go you just the military, got all this rage. I mean, a lot of them probably went into it because they couldn't get into the military. So that's maybe, why they, they got they was the in the military yeah. and
1: they got discharged. And they got out. The yeah. Whatever. Yeah.
0: Right. But I mean, not downplaying time, but it's just like it's like <laughs> if you know that's not the job for you, go get a different job. Just like yeah. you be telling millennials and shit all the time. Well, maybe you f- should find a different job. Find a different job. If you don't yeah. if you if you're not comfortable, that's for anybody. If you're not comfortable, find a different job. But especially if you have the ability to kill someone, go find a different
1: job. Yeah. Yep. Because that's it. That's all. Yes. So, well, Dilly, tell them where they can find you at.
0: (laughs) Um, On Instagram. That's where you can find me. (laughs) Silly Dilly 88 on Instagram. Hopefully, I'll be having, you know, a few more um creations or something up for you guys soon. Um, but uh that's where you can definitely find me at. What about you T?
1: Yeah. Um and I know I haven't posted much, but I'm T underscore if you know me on Instagram. Um and then Queen T, just you know, type that hashtag in and see what you find. Um that's for Snapchat and uh and uh, Facebook, um, and then it's the diva and the nerd across the board. So Facebook, Instagram, yep, y'all, y'all get it. Facebook, Instagram, everything, <laughs> right? Um, and I believe that's all. That's it. That's all. It's the diva and all the right. nerd podcast, y'all.
0: We out. We out.